0: Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you You turn your cities upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned, we got a great show for you today. Yes, we do. Hey, thank you for tuning in. This is the Grace for This City podcast. I'm your host, Justin. Hey, we're helping you turn your cities upside down. How are we doing that? Well, we're giving you scriptural motivation and strategies so you can get out there and get some stuff done for the king, King Jesus, that is. And I'm telling you, there's no better person to be working for. There's lots to do and he's on the move. So you need to either restore your relationship with him or maybe you don't even know him at all. Well, don't delay, friends, except Jesus today. But maybe you do know him, but you're not sure what you're supposed to be doing. Well, I'm joining the studio today that's going to be talking about uh, Israel, of all things. And I'm telling you, if you don't know what to do, I think you're going to hear some things today that uh, possibly you could be involved in yourself. So join me in welcoming my brother, Haim Melspin, from Israel Hallelujah. Welcome, brother.
1: Yeah, I I hear you speak a lot of Hebrew. I hear words like hallelujah, amen, shekinah, shalom. That's can shalom, also be hello right? can also be yeah. peace and it's like howdy shalom <laughs>
0: is it true that shalom would be something like nothing missing nothing lacking yeah
1: it's the the meaning of the word comes from the word shalem which means okay. complete shalem okay. it sounds almost the same shalem or shalom it's right. like sounds the same but it's yeah it means nothing missing nothing lacking you got it all cuz you have the prince of shalom prince of peace yeshua <laughs> Hallelujah.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, man, we are so excited that you are here. Uh, he's in the States for, I, I don't know how long. Yeah, year, a week several and a weeks or, or something.
1: something. Short trip.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, hey, we're honored that you were able to make it by here.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for the invite. I yeah. mean, I just see that that United States and Israel have been allies for so many years, and me being born in the United States originally, yeah. okay. And I see that hey, this this bridge, walk across it, you know, and and I invite yeah. others to walk across it over to our neck of the woods in Galilee, Israel. Wow, and, and see what God is doing with this kingdom partnership.
0: Yeah, totally. Hey, we and man, I'm telling you, what we are thrilled to be allied with Israel. So, you know, um, a lot of people know, you know, they probably know enough to not know enough about Israel. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, and there's, there's a lot of animosity, you know, there's, there's a, mm. there's teachings that, you know, have really diminished the Jews, yeah. uh, diminished Israel. Mm. Um, you know, there are prophecies that I don't even think people even realize uh, mm-hmm. that we're seeing the fulfillments of. You know, and yeah. one thing that you do, you are um, uh, the president, chairman, yeah. boss, mm-hmm. something <laughs> of the Ali Al Return Center.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Co-founder, chairman, yes, yeah. Co oh, founder, chairman. Yeah. Co founder. Okay. Yeah.
0: Tell us a little bit about what what you guys do and how that connects to Bible prophecy.
1: Yeah. Oh, hey, you asked. So year-end giving. Let's go. Our Let, charity 501c3. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but we have a charity, and okay. it's registered both in the United States and in Israel and in some other countries. And what we do is we just help with the Aliyah. Okay. Not, not Allah. Yeah. So Aliyah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not to be, not to be confused there, no. folks. And Aliyah is the return of the Jewish people who make their Aliyah to Israel. I made Aliyah. It's this great, you know, promise land, so there's a promise that God will regather the Jewish people there wow. and bless them. One day, Yeshua's going to return, feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, yeah. he's going to reign for a thousand years, like it says in Revelations 20, and it's going to be a party, big party, some food, some fun, yeah. some farming, and uh, and the nations, the righteous remnant will stream there, Wow, and there's going to be some wars ta- sprinkled in there, but uh <laughs> hey, what's new?
0: <laughs> wow, but... <laughs> So we've watched, I mean, literally we've watched these return, this, he's calling his people back home. Yeah. And you, you, you guys are just kind of a part of facilitating that.
1: Yeah. Well, we feel that it's important because I mean, we read Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 22. Not a lot of people teach on this, but Uh it clearly says the nations will be those who God raises handed an oath to the nations. And he's like, Hey guys, nations, including America bring the Jewish people in your arms and those daughters on your shoulders. And these sons and daughters of Abraham, bring them to the promised land. Yeah. Help them get established, reestablished in the ancient promised land as a welcome party in a way. This is what what I think it's for, is like a welcome party, like welcome home yeah. to the king. Wow. And, uh, and that's going to happen pretty soon on the schedule, yeah. right on yeah. schedule. And so we feel that it's part of... of uh, Fulfilling the prophetic word, just to be that hands and feet, to be like, hey, well, here's a place to stay. We'll make some beds for you. Here's uh, some food to eat. Here, we'll help wow. you out. Get your stuff over there. Get you hooked up with some, uh, with get your job training, your Hebrew school, and many different things that we have going wow. on there to just give and equipping where there's need and where there's lack, sometimes in government funding for these things. Okay. And uh, maybe more is spent on budget than it is on what would be uh-huh. a government-only program. But we're like, no, we're going to help out. Believers from all over the world are going to help, you know, these people. And some come from war zones like Ukraine. That's a okay. yeah. hot topic of late. And many Jewish people that are in Ukraine, they used to have a nice life. And suddenly they're running for their life. And wow. they show up with nothing. They say, We're like, let me guess, your bank card doesn't work. And they're like, uh, my bank got blown up a long time ago. <laughs> wow. I, no, it does not work. Well, let us take care. Here's a food voucher. You can get a supermarket cart filled with food with this little voucher, you know, with that hundred or so dollars. And you need a place to stay? Well, you can stay in one of the mm-hmm. Alia Return Center housings. You want to get your job training? We can do all that. And that's what we do day in and day out.
0: So uh, with these, some of these ones that have come, say, from the Ukraine, um, right. are, are they, like, looking for permanent dwelling
1: there? Well, yeah, Alia means permanent okay. yeah. uh, moving yeah. uh, immigration from one country, there's people that come from Ethiopia, and maybe wow. there's the Eritrea-Ethiopian War, and they and they come with their Tom Sawyer little, uh, what is that, stick and a little <laughs> bunch of clothes in the sure. back, and they're huck finning their way uh, to Israel, wow. and some walked. I mean, back in the, you can look at historical Operation uh-huh. Moses, Operation Solomon, and how thousands walked across the deserts wow. and showed up. That's happened in the past. Nowadays, flights are sponsored by Christians and by okay. people, and get them to fulfill these promises. And there's 700 of them, which comes as a shock to some people who say, I've never read one Aliyah promise or prophecy. You
0: mean 700 biblical, biblical Aliyah scriptures, yes. right? Okay. Wow. And I
1: give a nice little 63, sorry, a 64 scripture um, little layout. I'll give you some. And yeah. it just says, wow, I will gather them. When it says, I will gather you, Ezekiel, 36, from all the nations you've been scattered, I'll regather you once again. That's happening now. It was 2,000 years of of quiet, uh-huh. meaning 2,000 years of barely any Jewish people left in Israel. And then an increase, like my own my own story, is is wow. part of this Aliyah okay. myself. And so we see yeah. it happening, and we want to help with it, and we do, and we just think it blesses God's heart because that's what he wants. Wow. He, you know, one thing it says, I will plant them in the land with all of my heart, and all of my soul, that soul, that's Jeremiah, you know, 32, uh, 32 verse 41. Okay. Plant them in the land with all my heart and all my soul. And there's nothing else in the whole Bible that God will do with all his heart and all his soul. Nothing that he'll do with wow. every bit of, you know, and he's asking his his friends, the friends of the bridegroom to, to be, participate in that. And you're like, well, why does God care about that? You know, it's because He put His name on the line for that. Like he said, wow. I swear by my own name, yeah. This is going to happen. Yeah. And uh, it's all part of the culmination of history. Sounds right. like a big word, but yeah. What's well, a big event? <laughs> but it's part <laughs> it's of this a big deal. This timeline. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now you, uh, as far as like, give us some like, um, so people come. And they get connected with the Ali Al Return mm-hmm. Center. So mm-hmm. you, you guys are helping them with like some practical things uh, until yeah. they can get yes kind of shifted over, yeah. settled in, yeah. some legal, there's government yeah. things that need to be done.
1: Yeah, walk them through. So bureaucracy is a real problem. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, Ben Shapiro, there's this... Other guy who does podcasts, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. says, he says, you know, Israel's a wonderful, phenomenal country with great inventions, but the bureaucracy—it's like a dumpster fire. That's what he said. Wow. <laughs> I said, whoa, harsh but true, harsh but true. It's so hard to navigate, and sometimes people just give up, just trying to get their paperwork done. Okay. And gather their paperwork to make immigration alia, and then when they get there, how do I? I have to learn a language here. Hmm. How do I do that? Yeah, because I, I mean,
0: if they're coming in yeah. from other nations or whatever, they may not speak. They he, wouldn't speak Hebrew, Hebrew usually. Yeah.
1: Or how do I sign an apartment? Oh, I don't even. How do I wow. even buy a house? Uh, how do I get a job around here? I used to be a I used to be an expert surgeon over in Ukraine, over in United States, over in Canada. Here I show up in this country and everything's different and. I can't even do what I used to do. I can't get the salary I used to have. My uncle's calling me back to Miami, and he says, I'll give you, I'll make you manager. Just get back here. Wow. You know, and there's temptation to leave. But, and, and then it's kind of like, why would I stay in Israel? Well, because God says it. I always bring yeah. it back to the prophecies, and I'm like, God will sustain you. Cast your cares upon him. He cares for you. Wow. He's gonna, He's going to raise his hand in an oath, Isaiah wow. 49, and have the nations help you out, too. So don't worry, we'll get you hooked up. And so that you just said, what do we, will we invite people to come and volunteer as well? You know, we, we like them to even come up to three months at first for their first round. You know, they can come for any amount of time. They can come for a day, for a week. But we're like, we can get you trained where you can really be a blessing to people. We can show you what to do, watch some training videos. We'll show you around our different wow. buildings and different things going on operations and plug in and yeah. Be a blessing. You don't have to give money. You can give of your skill, you know. And so.
0: So you're talking about there's opportunities for, you know, somebody watching or yeah. listening to come and volunteer up up there.
1: 100%. 100%. Wow. It's all part of a redemption plan. Uh-huh. It's all about redemption. I love redemption. I know everyone loves salvation, and that's good. Uh-huh. Redemption's another kind of uh, uh, angle, an angle at. What salvation is like this was bad, now we're we're rescued. Uh-huh. Rescued. But redemption is the whole process of of achieving the fullness, like of what the best uh goal that God has for us to achieve the fullness. It's almost like discipleship. Redemption achieves that full redeeming. Oh, this person used to be a human trafficker. Now he's here helping uh, minister to all these, these people that came out of that. I don't know. It's like a full circle redeeming of someone, Uh you know, and, and that's what I love to see that even on a personal level, on a family level, on a city level, on a national level, there is a plan of redemption. Wow. We can just plug it in. That's no different for Israel.
0: Wow. Tell us a little bit about, um, you know, that this is a historical homeland, yeah. Okay, people are confused over some terms like Zionism yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Can you speak a little bit about that? Like like literally the historical yeah. precedent for the homeland. Yeah. These aren't people stealing yeah. somebody's right. land. You right. know, can you speak yeah. into that a little bit?
1: Love to. And and it's so good to have knowledge. You know, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And when people just get there or or even just do a little digging, then a lies are, are um, dismantled and truth wins. Truth right. will set you free. And you just look in the history and you say, okay, what happened? Well, first of all, there was a country called Israel with a king, with a government, with a parliament, the whole thing, a nation that God ordained. It was there was some families, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Jacob had 12 kids. Twelve kids go to Egypt. They get they become <laughs> slaves. And then God rescues them with this dude called Moses. He gets he gets he was hot, a hothead at the beginning, but then he he <laughs> mellows out. That, that's funny. <laughs> and then he leads them, and then he dies on Mount Nebo. And yeah. then Joshua and the 12 tribes, they go in and then they set up a government. And eventually. Wow that eventually Jerusalem is the capital. It was Shiloh, and then it's Jerusalem's the capital. And all that's great. And God says, I'm holding you, though, to, I promise you this land, but I'm going to tell you, if you sin, I'm going to kick you out, caveat, and I will bring you back at uh-huh. the appointed time. Yeah. People forget that that part. They're like, well, they were sinful, and they're get kicked out. End right. of story.
0: And, and, and so kind of from that is where right. some of this... Um, uh, like replacement.
1: Right. Okay. Like yeah. he's
0: totally done. Yeah. Yeah. You see. Ya.
1: Right. I mean, people, but he still has a plan. He, it says all over, I swear by my own name, yeah. I'm going to bring you back. If yeah. he doesn't do that, then he, frankly, if Aliyah doesn't happen, God's word's not true. Yeah. Cause it's got uh, 700 right. times. So his word is not true. If it physically, not spiritually or some other, no, physically the Jewish people will and are coming home to the promised land and I'll establish you and I will rejoice over you to do you good uh-huh. and plant you in the land, you know. And uh, so if these promises don't happen, his word's not true. He's not true. And how can any believer believe in a God who's not true right. in one part of what he says? And, oh, he's true to me, but not true to his whole word. Yeah. So I think that this is so core and so key to every believer to understand more. So what happened is, is all the forces of the earth don't like Alia. Right, all the, right, right, right. All demonic forces of the earth. Yeah do not want alia whether it's in the principality the principalities of the air uh-huh. whether it's wow. any there's a choice to, for nations to be like cyrus in persia which became the name iran after they met with hitler and thought aryan oh aryan iran anyway so you have Interesting. you have cyrus back in persia uh-huh. or you have haman who do people want to be who who do people want to be like cyrus helped with alia and the prayer yeah. house called the temple so he helped. He's like, hey, we're yeah. going to help fund that. We're going to help hook that up. The yeah, Cyrus he basically
0: decree. said, hey, you guys need to spend your freedom rebuilding this nation, yes. right? Yeah. basically centered around the, the worship 100%. of God. Yeah,
1: And he's like, I'm going to do it. Then there's the other approach, also a Persian leader who says, I oh, know, let's kill them all. Let's make a gallows for the one dude, and let's kill all the rest wow. of them. And But we see how God helps this one, and, and people, American presidents like Truman, Harry uh-huh. S. Truman uh-huh. called himself, Cyrus cuz he wants to be yeah. like that and he was he's such a great guy. There's other American presidents called themselves Cyrus like Trump. Yeah, you know there
0: there that was thrown around Quite a bit, you know, yeah. the the prophetic implications of yeah. maybe the Trump administration, how friendly they were to yeah. Israel. And uh, the US, ambassad- uh, uh, U.S. Embassy is still in Jerusalem. is yes, it is. is. Not, now, that's being contested it, it, right now.
1: All the forces, the demonic forces don't like anything that has to do with Aliyah or the throne room, which is Jerusalem. And that is where okay. God placed his name, it says, and he'll live there.
0: So by acknowledging that we're, that, we're also, by acknowledging that, it's... it's... It's acknowledging a lot of other things, though, too, right? Is that why Jerusalem, the the embassy being there, is so contested? Because I mean, it's one thing if it's in Tel Aviv where it was, yeah, but Jerusalem, though,
1: yeah. And you wonder what's the big problem? I mean, Jerusalem's not mentioned once in the whole Quran, not one time is it mentioned in the Quran? There are holy cities mentioned. There's Mecca, there's Uh well Medina. You have the the holy areas, and so you wonder, well, what what's the big contest? No one's care. no, No one's fighting over Mecca. Uh-huh. It, the content, if you, you there's a spiritual battle over Jerusalem and over Israel. There really yeah. is. There yeah. really is. People will go uh, nuclear. They'll go berserk yeah. <laughs> over over Israel. And wow. and and there's there's actually a supernatural hatred you'll notice, or a supernatural love. There's two sides. Again, yeah. that's why I presented Cyrus and Haman. Yeah. There's a supernatural love or a supernatural hatred. But just to give you a little so twelve tribes with Joshua, Moses dies on Mount, Mount Ebo, and they don't find his body and then they go Joshua they set up Jerusalem uh-huh. and you eventually have a capital of Israel then God says I'm going to kick you out if you if you do the Canaanite stuff and the and the Hittite the Hevite the parasite Mosquito bite, all these guys, <laughs> you're going to be kicked out. That's hilarious, brother. <laughs> and so <he's, laughs> they get kicked out with the caveat, I will bring you I back I will bring home. you back. With signs and wonders yeah. again. Micah 7 says, with, with the same wonders that you saw out of Egypt, I'm going to show you wonders. Micah chapter 7. Wow. It's, it's, it's going to happen again, fulfilling again hundreds and hundreds of prophecies. And so what happened is you fast forward 2,000 years of really not much Aliyah few few were living in israel very few but then you have this thing called the league of nations president us okay. president woodrow wilson he said let's get all the nations together and talk about making a homeland once again really he was a believer and he's yeah. like let's make let's make a homeland let's be cyrus he says you know wow. let's wow. be in that in that mantle now truman was cyrus but woodrow sure, wilson sure, yeah. was in still the in the spirit of cyrus and they go the league of nations all the world powers including japan Vote on it, and they is at nineteen seventy no nineteen twenty two, and they vote on what was before that was the was the Balfour Declaration okay. written in nineteen seventeen, yeah. where you have a major force England who remember the sun never set on the right. on the British Empire because they had they had Hong Kong and they had Canada and they had Australia and they have yeah. every like you have so many flags with a little British flag on the top top uh, left corner, wow, and so they they ran things until they turned against Israel, when they issued the white paper. That's right. But they were running stuff, and they made this Balfour wow. Declaration, 1917. And you know, empires end when they turn against Israel. Yeah. You can look, and you see there's a, a moment where they issued the white paper, and suddenly that was a going against the Balfour Declaration, saying, we believe we should make a Jewish homeland. And they issued the white paper, and their stocks fell worldwide. Their uh, the the um, British pound fell in value. Right then, you start to see a decline yeah. until it finally ended. Same thing goes for the Romans and the Babylonians and the you know yeah. and As- Assyrians wow. and the so Nabateans and you know you, na- you name it, Edomites and so the whole thing is that uh, Tyre and Sidon, Phoenician Empire, the Philistines, the so back to. Uh, The Balfour Declaration happened. Then Woodrow Wilson, League of Nations. Mm. I'm going fast on this, but then he's like, let's do it up. I like that suggestion. Let's do it up. And they say, let's do it up, the forces. But what happens instead of doing it up, making Israel return, what happens? A dark force arises, and you have a Holocaust eventually. One thing led to another, anti-Semitism, and church uh, doing all kinds, blah, 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 and it culminated with Hitler and six million dead and many others dead in the World War. A dark force. I mean, for just the six million dying was, was horrible. But look at how many others people. Americans died. Everybody died because of a dark force. Mm-hmm. Millions and millions. I wonder how many, I should have the number, died in World War II. Mm-hmm. But it all became from a dark force of the enemy, which is to kill and destroy instead of wow. establishing the answer. But wow. then the UN came out of that. The UN's, Let's make a UN. And then you have they vote. And at the very moment that they vote in Flushing Meadows, New York, you have that same day the scrolls, the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Bible discovered wow, in a cave really? the same day. And then Muhammad, this little shepherd kid, and he throws a rock, hears a crash in the cave, and they the same day as the vote, which is which Isaiah scroll of Isaiah was amongst the scrolls and the scroll of Enoch and the scroll of the Giants and the all these scrolls. But they and this from before the time of Yeshua with the SCM yeah, community right, there. Right. And so they open up and and, they, and this, they sold it to this one English dude and he brought it to England. And now we have it in the shrine of the book in Jerusalem. But you have this phenomenal Isaiah 66. Uh. Can a nation be born in a day? Yes. It's when it's time, when Zion is in travailing, Zionism, yeah. Zion is travailing, I will bring it bring to it pass. Forth. I'll bring it forth. Wow. And then, of course, we declared nationhood right after that. David Ben-Gurion. Attacked on all sides, supernaturally survived, and here we are still today.
0: <laughs> so z- z- Zionism is not just a political idea because it's it's getting it gets a lot of resistance, you know, right among ignorant people.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like the way you worded that. <laughs> but yeah, what is Zionism in its truest form? Is let's do what the prophets asked us to uh-huh, do. That's yeah. the truest, truest. And if who's the biggest Zionist in the cosmos and beyond? Yeah. God is cuz yeah. he wrote this stuff totally. he inspired by his spirit. Now, now, okay. So then what happened after they attacked us on all sides, a Nasser from Egypt, he wrote on the on the newspaper, Nasser is the nationalist leader of Egypt back in the time and he said, "We will push them back into the sea from whence they came because he knew boats from the Holocaust were arriving. Holocaust survivors were arriving and arriving." Uh from europe we're gonna push them back into the sea so he says i encourage you all people who are living because a lot of it no longer was israel it had the name palestine since the romans Uh emperor hadrian 135 years after yeshua jesus he decides to change the name from israel he's like i don't like seeing this on my map i'm the big emperor here worship me and uh and i want to change the name give me some suggestions and they said maybe call it Philistinia, like those Philistines that are now extinct, those people of the sea, and the name means invader. Philistine means invader. Wow. And so Palestine means means invader because they had invaded – as they were called Philistines. Even so it's a Hebrew.
0: derivative of that. So it's yeah. still it's still this, and the force behind that has always right. been kind of this enemy of Israel.
1: Yeah, and so, but they aren't, those aren't anything to do with Philistines, the people sure. that are called Palestinians today. Sure, no sure, relation sure, sure. at sure. all. But what Nasser said, he said, we Egyptians and all of our, our people, please, we're going to be pushing them like a wave back into the sea. Wow! So come out and leave your houses. And so they did. And so it wasn't like Israel's founding was trying to displace anyone. We said, let's live together. But the war that they started with, and I'll bring up the details in a second, of how the numbers are astronomical, of how outnumbered we were. But what happened is they moved. And then after Israel was formed, and a government was formed, and a Knesset, our parliament was formed under David Ben-Gurion, our first prime minister, then you have, and Chaim Weizmann, president. And so you have this, this thing, well, who can come back to their houses are they going to come back and knife us in our sleep? And so we said, whoever, what happened is they, they voted, and they said, whoever wants to be an Israeli citizen, before you were just, it was just a nomadic place of right. the Pan-Arabic peoples, and some, even then they didn't adopt the name Palestinians. It was, it was a swath of land bigger than what is Israel. It was a swath of land all the way, you know, called the Levant, and that was ruled by Turkish, then it was ruled by British, and now a small piece is ruled by Israel. Mm-hmm. And so then they're like, you guys want to be Israeli citizens? Many said, yes, we do. Many said, we want to serve right alongside you in the army. We yeah. want to be your friends. We want to be police officers, uh, justices in the courts. We want to be whatever, government officials. And they are. But some says, no, Muhammad wouldn't like that. We don't want to do all that. We need to keep the struggle, the jihad going. And so they're, they are... What is now called Palestinians, and they're still in limbo. We got to pray for these guys. They're our neighbors. They're sons of Abraham. We got love will prevail, and only love will prevail. Not more weapons, not even more uh, money, and not even more war. It's love will win, and that's what's prophesied in Isaiah 19.
0: Wow, that's phenomenal. (laughs) That's phenomenal. Thank you for that quick history lesson. And I'm going to bring up. Yeah, what you you got there?
1: Uh, It is um, war of independence. I'm telling Siri, War of Independence, Israel. You just look at this, and anyone can do this, and you see really fast who is against how this all happened. So I'll just quickly read it, take a second. Is you have Holocaust survivors in 1948 coming out of the Holocaust, and you have, waiting for us, a war. So Arab League, Egypt, uh, Holy War Army, Transjordan, Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, Arab Liberation Army, al Najada, Holy War Army, against some Holocaust survivors. How did we win that? It was by a miracle. It was a modern-day miracle yeah, showing that, yeah. that God wants us to— and that happened again in Six-Day War and again in the Yom Kippur War. Yeah,
0: and He'll save by many or, or by few. He's, right. he's going to get it done.
1: But he loves all people, wow. and loving Israel, and loving Zionism, and loving the greatest Zionist God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he wanted them to make Aliyah too, and it wasn't easy for them either. But loving that doesn't mean we hate our, our neighbors, right. and our cousins, totally. and, our, and the other sons and daughters of Abraham Yeah, through Ishmael, yeah. and through Keturah, and through Hagar
0: yeah like there there there's no problem with right other uh nations, nationalities, right. ethnicities. The problem is is anybody who's just a terrorist mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. that's that's anybody's problem. We've had yeah. problems with terrorists.
1: It's true. Many people when you really talk to them where they won't be Threatened by other terrorists, they'll say, "You know what? We're so glad Israel's here. Yeah, Thank right. God!" It's before yeah. that it was a bunch of crazy violence, and the biggest stick and the loudest voice wins. And now um, we see that to be true also in in Gaza. The biggest, if it's not Hamas, is not uh, violent enough. Well, we'll get you know Al Shabiba. We'll get the uh, Islamic Jihad. That's okay. not enough. We'll get the Lions Den group, and they keep. It's always trying to escalate. And one says, is that really going to bring peace and even prosperity and even, how are we going to get our school system better? How are we Uh going to get our, our, let's get better dump trucks to pick up the uh, better trash compactors to better school books. Uh No one's talking about these things. This is called building. I said, you know what they need in in Gaza? They really need, like David Ben-Gurion was a great builder of Israel and setting things. They need a Mohammed Ben-Gurion. Uh (laughs) like a a abdullah ben-gurion and who can build and because the minute here's one saying that i love because it's so true the minute israel would set down all weapons park the tanks park everything set down we would be dead yeah but the minute that the muslim factions Uh around set down their weapons there would be peace You know why? Because we're not not trying to take that, kill them, take them. Now, do we need to protect ourselves? Yes. But you see that difference? Uh They lay down the weapons. It's peace. It's harmony. It's let's build malls together. Let's build. Like the Abraham Accords showed that, proved that.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Wow. And are still proving it. So (laughs) can you give us just a real simple, um, you know, why is a a two-state solution maybe not the best route Mm. to go?
1: Well, it's, you can see it already with, and this is just, uh, wait, I wait, know wait, wait so sorry. Sorry.
0: Be, because just recently uh-huh. the, uh, the prime minister right before Netanyahu, which uh-huh. just got elected, mm-hmm. he was just over here, uh, promoting a two state solution uh-huh. with our current president, which we don't mm-hmm. agree with his mm-hmm. perspectives there. Uh, our current president is, um, not very friendly. Okay, and then from there, I think he went to and met with somebody in Jordan, uh, promoting like this two-state solution. Mm. And then suddenly, there's a new prime minister just got elected, so it's obvious the people are not with that. Can you give us like mm. the the shorthand version of right. why that's not really the yeah, best option? So
1: again, this is my opinion, and uh, as a humble charity leader in the Galilee, but I do think that we've seen the template of what happens like Gaza. What, what happened in 2005? I was part of, and this is really sad. uh, There was Jewish cities all through Gaza. There was a bunch of, of ones. And so Gush Katif. And so I was part of a force that I wasn't the actual ones, dragging Jewish people by the hair and stuff out of their houses there I wasn't that but I was a part of a cleanup force so I was part of the force though that was removing Jewish people from part of the promised land even Gaza is part of the promised yeah, land yeah yeah but to live in peace with each other doesn't need to be uh, separated or what is that called apartheid uh, yeah apartheid yeah, right yeah right. no it's supposed to be together in, in in peace and in harmony so what happened is they said no 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 we want there to be a separate place with no Jews allowed no Jews allowed in yeah. Gaza, ever. So what? Well, I was part of that. That's the problem. That's actually the problem. Because look what happens when you do that. It just gets more and more and more. It's not like suddenly yeah. they're building malls. No, it, it becomes a launching point for extremists, terrorists, to launch missiles from and, and flaming kites and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and terror tunnels. I was also part of dismantling terror tunnels it, during my service. I fought in two wars wow. over against some some a terrorist army called Hezbollah in, in Lebanon who yeah. took over southern Lebanon and also in Gaza had to do, there was a war and multiple operations uh, where, where you see that that, leaving it. What if Judea and Samaria, some call it the West Bank, the heartland where Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are buried, where multiple Jewish communities are, where 83% of the Bible happened. You read anything, mm, sun standing mm, still, mm. you practically touch anywhere. It has to wow. do with... Judea and Samaria okay, the yeah. heartland of Israel even the whole old city is part of that so the whole old city of Jerusalem they say they call it east Jerusalem everyone likes to throw yeah, in these terms okay. or west bank east Jerusalem right, these right. mean nothing yeah. this means nothing it's it what it what it means is taking away all all history, all biblical truth, all yeah. promises of God, all, and just try to make an area. So we see what happens. What if all of Judea and Samaria, say you yanked all the Jewish people out and said, you're also not allowed to ever be here. Oh, it's Christmas. Jesus, you want to come come visit your place in Bethlehem? You're Jewish. Sorry. You're not allowed for, but there's no room in the inn. There's no room yeah. in the whole city. I'm sorry because yeah. you're Jewish. You're not allowed in Bethlehem. That would be one of the, that's part of Judea and Samaria. Wow. Cities of Judah. Remember? Wow the Bethlehem, the city of Judah, yeah. and so the cities of the veil. And so what it would be is another, we're seeing that it would be just another extremist um, frenzy zone, which would be not helpful to them. It would mm-hmm. not be a blessing to them. And that is what, what you know, I've, I've noticed this, and I'll just throw this out there. Some spiritual darkness causes people to want to hate israel or to or good the god's good spirit wants them to supernaturally love israel so i've been able to sometimes pinpoint and i'm and and so someone's like you know israel's so bad and israel's so bad and and they're doing all (laughs) that so then i say and i'm like and they said we you know we need to be helping palestinians and i say absolutely i want to help palestinians we i love i have friends who are palestinians but let me now get to the heart of the matter would you like to help palestinians of course yeah or would you like to hate on Israel? What if you couldn't have both? And so let me give you an example. Wow. There's some Palestinians you could help right now in Syria. They're right in Syria. They're being treated very, very badly. Okay. In Syria, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to borrow the phrase from Ben Shapiro. Okay. So you want to go help them there? What about in Jordan? They're living in tents, just tents, not like nice houses like they have in wow. Judea and Samaria. The the best cared for. Palestinian refugees from that war I talked about uh-huh. are in within Israel's loving uh, embrace of an area. All the other places they're not cared for, they're living in tents, they are in squalor. Their situation is not so good either in Judea and Samaria, but mm. it's much better and they have houses and, and the, the you know wow. being in joint area. So do you want to go help them in, in, in Jordan? you want to go help them in Syria? Do you want to go, ah, uh, can I still hate Israel though? hate and despise and curse Israel? That's what the devil's telling me to do. No, no, I'm saying you you just won't have any nothing to do with Israel. You just help the Palestinians. Ah, not so interested. Uh you see how the interest suddenly goes, you notice that? That's when you get to the heart of the matter. What's yeah. really driving the person? Help and love for Palestinians, or just a yeah. spiritual darkness to hate Israel? And usually it's the other one.
0: <laughs> so anti Semitism is a real I mean, is a real yeah. thing. Now when when you are over here, uh huh, you know, um, do you, ha, have you experienced, you know, when people find out you're Jewish or whatever, yeah. I, I mean, ha, how, now America, you know, we've had, um, you know, our policies, administrations, whatever, we've been very friendly, of course, the church, but like, ha, have you experienced some of that when you've been over here?
1: I'd say there's areas,
0: well,
1: Europe, you can, I, I was surprised and shocked how historical Europe and even some lingering, like, uh, neo-Nazi groups okay, and uh-huh, stuff, how sure. there's an infiltration in into America. Like, uh, in America, you say you could do anything you want, you could be anything you want, that's what people say, but there's things that are detrimental to God's continuing blessing and favor mm-hmm. that brings a curse to, and so I have seen in certain areas where there is a in the same places where everything the enemy wants to do, destroy family, yeah, destroy sure. the nuclear family, destroy, uh, you know, caring for one another, only only caring for oneself, not invest money, care for the no, throw your money away. All the things that the enemy mm-hmm. wants to do. Suddenly, you find in these in these places also hate for israel which is unexplainable and you say like well why you know what's the mm-hmm. and people don't have it's not like they've been there it's not like they've visited that yeah, they right, just right. latched onto almost some medieval anti-semitic tropes which brought it brought a curse upon sure. europe and as i yeah. said a huge war uh and latching onto some of those not not true things and wanting to do that. Maybe it's a way, you know, I was thinking maybe it's a, maybe they themselves are struggling through something because God wants to redeem everybody, including them, including everybody. Hey, God would want to redeem Hitler if he'd only repent, you know? Uh, And so to, to think, but they maybe have gone through pain and they want to, and they have anger built up. Maybe, I'm just, I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> uh, and then just to foist it onto some people that, that they feel that they can, and that makes them feel better that they can get their anger out on someone. I, that's the only thing I could think of, sure, but I have sure. seen it in America too. And you see the anti—the t- attacks. right? And even the lack of condemning harshly, quickly, uh, in some areas, again, not everywhere, but in some areas, one can wonder. I, I, I don't know if you heard the German a german chancellor not the german chancellor a german politician he said once again i fear he just said this recently once again i fear that the future of jewish people in germany might not be so secure you might want to consider aliyah says wow. a leader a politician wow. in germany and you see in different places that's interesting because mm. you we just know that it says it, it, it yeah. but not here's the scary thing in when yeshua talks in matthew mm-hmm. 24 and jesus mm-hmm. that's his hebrew name yeshua yeah Joshua? And, yeah. <laughs> it's a similar root. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. it's very yeah. similar. Route. and uh, But it means salvation. And uh, that's a beautiful name, salvation, Yeshua. And uh, so the thing is, though, you see that it's not only in Revelation as well, and in all the end-time prophecies. It's uh-huh. not just the Jewish people. It's the followers of the way. The, uh, the uh-huh. believers uh-huh. are also... Going to be targeted too, and yeah, we all sure. know that it's not yeah. just some people have it again. A theology like God loves me, God's got a good plan for me, but those Jews, they're all going to suffer. They're going, they're going to get another Holocaust. They're all going to suffer, and they're they're believers wow. that just have a have maybe they're misinformed, but we all are going through, going to have some hard times, and I see that happening. Uh-huh, sure, but God will give us the grace, and uh, and I wanted to say this to even shift a little bit as the tabernacle of David is reconstructed. It says Uh, it in uh Acts 15, 16. And that's reading from Amos, 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 chapter 9, verse 11. Uh 11. 9-11. 9-11 is a emergency call to those worshipers. And what is the tabernacle of David? Well, different than the temple where you had an outer court with the Mm laver and the washing and then you had an inner court with the showbread and you got these this uh you got incense and you go into eventually the holy of holies and so and you had even a division of non-jews and jews in the in the um in the outer court you had like a section of you know it's not like that in the tabernacle of david it's one tabernacle one tent where you have worship and free prayer and worship and you have that is a redemption that's what god loves this freedom and he, in that, in a way, the tearing down when Yeshua died on Passover, mm. rising. So, you have this in Jerusalem. You know, when, whenever I baptize someone, I love to, to throw in, I say, Do you believe in the death and resurrection of Yeshua, the Jewish man, in Jerusalem on Passover <laughs> as sufficient sacrifice for your sins? I put it, I put him in context. Yeah, people love to take. Yeshua out of context. I wow. put him back into his context and in, in Jerusalem on Passover. But anyway, my point of the whole...
0: <laughs> do some people get... That kind yeah, of mess they're like, up?
1: oh, they're like, no, they're like, yeah, I, I do believe in that. But my point of the whole thing was <laughs> was that he wanted yeah, to Yeah, he tear wasn't
0: down. an American, folks. No.
1: <laughs> and, uh, but you know what I mean is when you say that tabernacle of David, that tearing down of that barrier... Mm brings us back to Tabernacle of David-style worship place. Okay. And the more we yeah. have that, the more God is pleased. And that brings a Goshen or a protected place wow. upon our nation, I believe. And that's what God is restoring. He says, I will restore. Wow. And you know when he'll restore it? Towards the end of uh, Amos chapter 9. Go down to the end of the chapter, verse 14 and 15. I will bring back the Jewish people to the
0: land. Wow. They'll
1: never more be taken out again, evermore. Wow. So, and I'll be there. God will be the people. So that is the connected wow. with this time we
0: Hallelujah, live in. God has a plan. <laughs> he does. It's absolutely amazing. So you, uh, you would be considered messianic, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So explain to us briefly the difference between like orthodox versus messianic. Say,
1: yeah. Well, in Israel, there's the government actually only recognizes certain Christian groups as. Christian groups. And those are the ones before 1948 that were hanging around what was then Palestine. You have Eastern Orthodox people, you got Greek Orthodox, Russian Orthodox, you have Catholics, Armenian, uh, uh, Maronite Christians, you have. um, There's a lot
0: of Catholics. You like this. Over over there, right?
1: There's a mix of all these um, Orthodox and and, uh, what is it called? Maronite. And so there's these few kind of Coptic. Coptic Christians—they're okay, the ones uh-huh. with the black uh, robes oh, okay, and okay. hoods—and you go, you go to the church okay. of a Holy Sepulchre. You're going to see a, a little smorgasbord, and you're going to say, "Whoa, this is so different than anything an American has ever seen." I mean, with the huge incense and giant cross. Wow. And whatever, They're yeah. doing the whole thing, lighting up these big candles. So those
0: are—you said those were the Coptic Jews?
1: Yeah. Th- no, not Jews. These are oh, Christian oh, oh. groups. Oh, 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 okay. That are Christian groups that are throughout before 1948 that were were there and they got to maintain their status okay. in the land of and and ben Gurion says we're not we are going to protect all religions even yeah. islam any you know that's why we never did uh knock the golden dome down uh, yeah. and set okay. up a temple we said no he said we're going to be yeah. respecting and honoring all the groups that are here we're not coming to make a war they made the war we're coming right. to bless and be a blessing in the for all the families of the earth, just like that's what it says on that's our what Declaration says. of Independence. It says in the Bible, so they don't recognize like all the other kind of ones. And so, when a Jewish person who does Passover, who does Pentecost or Shavuot, which is which is an age uh-huh. old thing where you where you go and you celebrate. And let's say you're doing the feast, you're building yourself a little tabernacle, a little uh, sukkah, it's called, putting the branches on top, and you're celebrating before the Lord seven days, and on the eighth day, you're dancing with the Torah scroll. So we're doing all that, and then someone, then you believe in Yeshua, and they say, well, what kind of Christian are you then? You you now believe in Yeshua, he's the the God of the Christians, so you're no longer a Jewish guy, you must have gotten rid of that, you have to stop doing your Passovers, I'm like, well, wait a second, Jesus did Passover. That's not wrong. Uh well, hey, you gotta stop doing your, your Shavuot, your well, the disciples they were waiting in Jerusalem wow. because they were there celebrating Pentecost before the Spirit fell. They were celebrating Pentecost and it just became a super Pentecost when this wow. when the Spirit wow. fell, it was it was already there and they were waiting for the appointed time of Pentecost and then that's what they were doing. But you know my point, so then we call ourselves you know, Jewish believers. I like. I don't like terms at all. But Jewish believers, because they're like. So, what kind of Christian are you? Then are you a Pentecostal? Are you a Protestant? <laughs> are you a Catholic? I said, I don't know about any of that. All I know is that Yeshua is the Messiah of our land. Yeah. And we love all our brothers and sisters, um, and we're all part of a great redemption. We got issues. Christians got issues. We all got issues, and we're all part of a coming to a greater place with the Lord that he's taken us to. Wow.
0: I love that. <laughs> Absolutely love that. Love, love how you phrase that.
1: Oh, and last thing is Ephesians talks about a one new man. A one new man is really a Jewish person who believes and a non-Jewish person who believes come into friendship. And uh-huh. into. it talks about, I don't hear a lot of people preaching on one new man and what right. that means between these two Jews and non-Jews come together and you see that working together throughout history, like even before Yeshua, look at Moses and his father-in-law, Midianite dude, mm-hmm, Jethro. Mm-hmm, look mm-hmm. at this Ruth Moabite lady. She's supposed to be the enemy, but there she is with Boaz, and wow. they're, they're now working together. What about King Hiram of Lebanon? Well, it was then called Tyre and Sidon. And so, boom, he's wow. working to build the temple and build the, te- the palace of David, and many examples.
0: Yeah. Netanyahu wow.
1: and Trump. You can
0: go through right, many right, examples. Right. <laughs> Wow, man, hi, thank you for this walk through just navigating us through this. I absolutely love this. Um in the last couple minutes we have here, is there something in particular you just want to let the people know? Of course, we also want to know how uh, we can get a hold of you, follow you, find out uh, what you're doing, you know, your website whatever. But yeah. uh just any closing thoughts here? So, yeah, I would I would say first things first,
1: Read those prophecies. And I'll give you a nice little starter. I'll give it to you. You can send it to whoever, a little starter of 64 Aliyah scriptures, just to show you it's not just Heim talking fast over here. It's real and God's doing it. And it's, it might be imperative for nations to get their sheep status as they gather with the good shepherd. He doesn't decide at the end of time. I think you're going to be, let me think you're, I choose, you're going to be a sheep nation. It says he gathers all the nations and he divides the sheep nations and the goat nations on his left. And, and so I think part of it is really he who gathers not with me scatters abroad. And it's the time of the in gathering. The end gathering, and uh, mm. and that's part of it. It's part of it, and it's it's an important part. It is uh, an important part, and so it's called Alia. So get to know Alia. If you want to help, uh, you can come visit us. You can come uh, to a Shabbat dinner. You can come. Uh, you you can come work alongside us in the clothing distribution, in the soup kitchen, in the lone soldier house. In the we got a Hebrew school job training. There's a million and one ways you can plug in, stay in one of our places, and uh, you can for, for certainly sew in. I mean, the year end giving. Yeah. So yeah. you can sew, and we have a 501c3. And you just go to aliareturncenter.com, A L I Y A H, returncenter.com, and you can see there's, there's ways to sow into the good soil of the Galilee. And like, remember, that's where Jesus chose to start his. His team, his ministry hub for the globe was actually in the Galilee, wow. North Israel, not wow. even Jerusalem. It was, it was the Galilee is where he really chose all his Galilean team. And I feel we're in round two now. We're living in a time where it's, it's round two, and we want to we be able to be that blessing and that light wherever we go. And uh, hey, it worked great for the yeah. last time. Round two, we're back. Galileans Hallelujah. are back. <laughs>
0: awesome awesome well Haim, brother we are so thankful that you were here today hey uh this has been the grace for this city podcast if if we can connect with you partner with you in prayer it would be our honor to do so uh you can reach out to us send us an email email hello at gracecitychurch.tv or call us 870-741-9099 hey i want to give a big shout out just just like haim um This podcast and other ministry operations are possible because of partners just like you. And so, you know, if uh, the Lord has put something on your heart, if you want to further this advancement, just just like how I'm so into what they're doing, if you want to help us, there's several ways you can do that. You can go to the website, gracecitychurch.tv forward slash give. Or if you're in the United States, you can text the give 84321. That's 84321. Or Melichek, P.O. Box 7, Harrison, Arkansas, 726 Zero two. Listen, we're so glad that you uh, joined in with us today, tuned in. Listen, check out what Heim is doing. Phenomenal things are happening there. Get involved with Bible prophecy coming to pass. It's absolutely phenomenal. Listen, friends, thank you so much for being here. And until next time, be blessed.